everyone dreams of living an uncommon life. And the best asset you have to achieve your dreams is you. Welcome to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living uncommonly. We're also going to give you some tools and strategies for building wealth and for pursuing an uncommon path that is uniquely right for you. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. You know who we are. Yeah. Financial advisors who actually love what we do. Yeah, that's what rare. In the world. It is rare. Uh, anyway, grateful to be able to do this podcast. I love bringing guests to our audience and listeners that are doing uncommon things in an uncommon profession. And we have that today. Yes. Well, I'm actually close dear to my heart. Yeah. So yeah. tell me why you wanted him on the show and then we're going to get him on the show. he's amazing. So it's Jeremy Smith. Okay. the gym. What's um, the gym called? The Bar Performance Gym. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. going, brother. So this guy is amazing. Like, if you've seen me, you know me. I'm a meathead. And it's one area that I'm probably, like I was, overly confident in until I met Jeremy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's funny. Our story, like me meeting Jeremy was funny because in my head, I was like, I want to have a guy teach me how to like, I've never, I didn't know how to get to like a one rep max or these heavier sets. I knew how to do like more of a hybrid thing. In my mind, I was like, all right, I'm not paying anybody more than 50 bucks a month. Like, I know what I need to do. And I told him that. that I was like, I'm not paying more. And he's like, that's fine. Just let's work out together. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not paying you more than that. that. Dude, we did, worked out twice together. I PR'd. He fixed a bunch of stuff. And he talked over my head in a way that, like, it wasn't like big yeah. words. It was a very simplistic way. But it was going way over my head. I'm like, how much do you want? Yeah. yeah. Take my money. Take my that's money. Good. Uh, so Jeremy Smith, we have him on the show. We're going to walk through kind of his business, his business model, what got him to the point of like, I'm going to do this by myself. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the show, Jeremy Smith. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's just, let's just start with the obvious. Jeremy Smith and I went to high school together. Yeah, we just found that out. That was mind-blowing yeah, for yeah. me. Let me tell you what I remember about Jeremy Smith. Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah. This is the first time I ever felt a speaker rattle my heart is in Jeremy Smith's car. (laughs) No joke. Listening to, uh, what is it? Dang it. Uh, Make you say, uh... Yeah, probably some no limits. Yes, that was Jeremy Smith's like theme song in high school. So I'm sorry to age us all so quickly, but man, Jeremy Smith is like one of my guys in Dowling that I liked. Wasn't a lot of people there. I'm just they were great people. I just didn't really attach to it. But Jeremy Smith was one of them. Uh, So it's really fun to reconnect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you got a family of three now. uh, Married 13 years. 13 years. Uh, Three kids. Daughter 12, almost 12. My son just turned 10, and my youngest will turn seven in a few days here. That's great. Awesome. And then, so how long have you owned the bar performance gym? Um, So I will be closing out my eighth year here in March. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I believe March was was when I started. So um, eighth year, I'll be re-signing, re-signing lease. I say closing out just because... I just finished my second uh, my second lease there. So my first right. one was at a smaller place at about 3,000 square foot. My second one now is about 7,000 square foot. And um, I had a five-year lease. So I'm about to re-sign again. And so um, it just kind of helps so, me do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Since we've known each other in high school, I think this would be a fun question for you. 
I think what you're doing now is perfect for what the guy I knew in high school. But what did you think that you would turn out to be in high school? Man, you know, I mean, I think as as any boy, you know, who's playing sports <laughs> or whatever, you know, I thought that I would have, you know, had a better run at maybe going to professional. The NFL or yeah, like I that, get of it. Of course, like, um, you know, but I never, I never uh, pictured myself being like, you know, in. The, the gym, I, you know, wasn't really even a big thing when we went to college. You know, I know, like, when I went to school, it was like, really, I was looking for, you know, I played football, but was looking for the easiest thing I could do, you know, and it was right. like, business management is, is what I got into, you know, and I was like, why business management? Well, because I, I, I know I wanted to be my own boss, you know, or I know I wanted right. to own my own business. And, and so, um, you know... Here and there, everything happened, and uh, you know, end up uh, opening the gym, and it's uh, pretty crazy. Um, you know, lifting has been a passion of mine since probably, gosh, going into ninth grade, going into to Dowling. I was kind of introduced to it there, and um, you know, it's always been a huge part. And so to have it come full circle, and, and me, you know, being able to pass this along to to others is, is great and work with youth athletes and, and so it's just a it's a big dream so yeah dude that's really good yeah how do you because did you ever have a job like a real job out of college uh not really no yes um, I, I didn't ever have <laughs> you're a, kind of um, our spirit animal here yeah, well. yeah, a real job at all so really kind of little story is um so my last semester in college um i was had to take this would have been my fourth year um i was trying to graduate in four yeah i like that i I like that plan and so i had uh, 19 18 or 19 credit hours that i had to take yep um halfway through the semester my advisor came to me and said oh well actually um you're still a couple let me backtrack i believe that might have been into the first semester and so we were setting up my second semester and we had to do this much or something and gotcha. like, it came down that i ended up having to take like 21 hours or something like that so i wasn't Jeez, I which wasn't is a gonna full load up, yeah i wasn't yeah. going to end up graduated and i was going to fall like uh six credit hours short or something like that and so um you know i looked into you know what i could do to to finish that but about that same time my father had an ascending aortic aneurysm oh. and so um that like sprung a small leak in his in his aorta and paralyzed him from the sternum down so oh. i uh moved up to take care of him and thought that was a good idea and man that was that was just tough all around you yeah. know so that was a few years that we you know we put into that and, and um wow. so he Man, I think he lived for like 12 years with that. We did some moving around, um, ended up actually moving him back with us in uh, wow. Iowa. And that was, a, that was a heck of a situation and heck of a strain on, you know, <clears throat> excuse me for, uh, for this, but, uh, you know, on our family. For so, sure. Um, but we got through that and, you know, we, wow. that, we were just joking about that the other day, man. If, if that's one thing that we could get through, you know, we get through that. We can get through anything. We can get through anything. Yeah. yeah. So. Sorry to get broken up a little bit. Very good. Wow. But yeah, crazy situation. But so, so anyways, never graduate. You never co- graduated college. I never ended up graduating. You ended up going and hang out with your dad and yeah, trying so to help, help him with that. Take care of him for a few years. Um, at that time, I kind of uh, got on, you know, 
Yeah. Went down a bad road. Yeah, yeah say that because I think yeah. your story is amazing. You started coping yeah. in other ways, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I really started partying. Um, I was doing, you know, ecstasy, cocaine, meth. Um, you know, I was, I was getting after it for a while. And I just remember one time I, uh, I don't know, I don't know if I passed out or what. I was on, a, I was at this after party and I, and I just remember like, it coming coming to and like everything in my body was like sore all my muscles and I was like, what's you know what's going on and, and so I just it's crazy crazy to share this but um so I just kind of uh from that point on I was like man this is you know um you know I'm better than this this isn't this isn't right. me you know and this whole time I gotta say that you know <clears throat> the Lord is always kind of been with me a little bit you know i kind of lost track a lot but it yeah. always like i'd end up going to church here or get invited you know here and and so there was always those little things and so i was always it's kind of like man i'm this you know i'm better than this and so i started to work towards that and then i got in trouble um and went uh went to jail for about a month um Got out and, and uh, was on uh, house arrest and moved back here to Iowa. And um, wow, so I started working for a stone company. And um, then you know, I was just kind of got back in the gym and that helped get my confidence back. And and somebody was like, Man, you should you know, you should start you know, training people. You're pretty good at this. People were asking me questions, right. and so I uh got into that and started working with clients and and uh so you know good. a lot of a lot of self you know self-taught and studying you know crazy that i would you know in school not study but then you know outside of school you know it's all the stuff that interests you yeah you end right. up studying right and, and uh wow and, and so that's kind of what got me here holy so. cow isn't that a cool story way more enduring yeah dude yeah. thanks for sharing yeah. what i know that's what it's hard to re enact that but what a cool thing to like see where god took you from like the valley like the yeah, lowest of totally. lows and like where you're at now right and what a cool thing i think in my faith that's really what he's done with me too like when you're when you're the most broken it's when he can oh, yeah. use the most yeah because i mean it's like for our listeners because jeremy will say it but like i mean you've coached a couple women to the top of like that was one world's and then placed in worlds and powerlifting. So you coached like some really good athletes to the top. And then you coached other people as well. But I'm just like, I mean, you got all those, but like you've gotten to your knowledge all the way to the point where you have like top athletes working with you. You're training the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And, and self taught. I want to just yeah. emphasize that for a second because I feel like that one is very uncommon. Yeah. Uh, but. I almost respect that more. Here's why. Because in going in college, you're going to be fed what they want you to study. Where how you did it, it was like, no, I think there's something here. I'm going to go study more. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something here. I'm going to study more. So it was almost like this progress that you had to follow the breadcrumbs, if you will, to what you know now, yeah. which is super knowledgeable. I want to go back to one story that you had, because when you first said like, hey, I'll never pay you enough more than this. I love Jerry's response. Like, Hey, let's just start working out. Like, cause yeah, you yeah. know, the self-confidence you had, like I can get you where you want. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like this is probably 
uh, just your nature in and of itself. But there's a lot of people that would know as much as you do and look at Aaron and be like, all right, then let's just keep going on yourself and like, just move on. You know, like let's just part your ways. But like you cared enough to be like, well, let's just work out a couple times and then let your experience kind of talk. That's super uncommon. Yeah, it is amazing. Cause I think like that and that was it the first or second time we worked out was front squatting. Cause I like refused to back squat at the time. And I was like, let's front squat. I think I've only, I don't only hit four Oh five for like one or two. And then like you was working with me and then like you helped me stretch out a little bit and then change a couple things. And then I hit like four Oh five for like five that Holy day. Cow. And I was like, what? These, this, this weight just means like I'd be crushed. So it just is all a lot of weight. Let me go back to the lowest of the lows. Like where do you go from there? You wake up from being passed out and your whole body sore. Like what is that first step look like um man i wish i you know i wish i remembered it right clearly right more clearly but um you know i think uh you know i just remember in my head saying you know this is you know this is not the life for me you know i'm I'm, right you're destined for greater for more right and you know so it wasn't it wasn't like a light switch flipped you know i mean i i still had uh a lot of issues to to figure out, you know, and, and like I said, but I, I think, you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I started working this job. You guys laugh at this, but it actually taught me, taught me a lot of like, you know, just being in, you know, your own business and, and dealing with, with people and all that. But I, I worked a job selling <laughs> fake cologne and perfume and I would go business to business. And this yeah. is, up, you know, Minneapolis, man, we would go wow. to strip malls. We would go to, you know, like gas stations late night after the clubs. I mean, did everything because you, whatever you bought, you, you had buy to sell these bottles for a certain amount. So whatever you sold them for, you kept all the profits. And so, um, it definitely wasn't a, that profitable of a business, but, um, you know, it taught me how to accept no and you yep. know, have people keep going and keep going, you know, because right. you'd walk into a business sometime and people would be like, get the F out, you know, yeah. and like, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes you just can sit and talk to somebody or joke with them and, and calm them down or, or, you know, whatever. But I think it just te- teaches you how to deal with a lot of, uh, different walks of life. And, and I think sure. that's also been a big benefit in, in training people because, you know, there's, I work with, you know, youth athletes to, you know, I've got a 70 year old client in there now who works out with my wife and she just kills it. You know I mean? She was <laughs> deadlifting over 200 pounds the other day. You know I mean? She just, what? she just rocks it, you know? That's so amazing. It's uh that's, that's for me, the, you know, the true joy of yeah. this, you know, I mean, this, yeah. this definitely isn't a, isn't a million dollar business that I'm in, you know, but it but doesn't it need to be me doing what yeah. I love to do and, and having family time and, and still have a positive effect on, you know, people around me and so. impact other people. Yeah. I like how you're, I think the process of you becoming who you are today, you had to work on yourself first. And I feel like that's a really good thing to take away for our listeners now. It's like, if you want to ever achieve anything, you first have to work on yourself. 100%. And what you did is like, I don't know how, pro- you've always been in pretty good shape. Let's just be frank. Yeah. But what you ended up doing is cleaning yourself out mentally. Mm-hmm. And then you started focusing on your philosophy, moving yourself in 
okay, I'm going to train myself. I'm going to be serious about this. I'm going to figure it out. And then once you did that, and I think that that's like a walking billboard, right? People are like, hey, man, like, you're shredded. Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. Is that how it went? Or am I just assuming? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think, I'll tell you what. I think the people that say that more that I notice that from are the ones that don't end up, you know, coming in and ah, looking for training or, or sure. doing that, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, um, so, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm i sure it helps. I'm not saying that, that it doesn't help, you know. I'm right. sure somebody seeing that it gives them maybe a little bit more comfort or right. knowing that, hey, obviously he's... You walk the you walk know, and I talk to us. Walk, yeah, exactly. it's a big deal. Yeah, I've been in the trenches doing doing that stuff for, for a lot of years. And I think that's obviously just what helps me out with, you know, with the confidence of... Yes. Of it, you know, and there's a, you know, you've got so many different training philosophies out there and so much new stuff and, and everybody's got this, you know, but, but I think that, you know, the basics will still always be, you know, will there's still a always be beneficial, you know, yeah. and there's so many people that try to jump past the basics, you know, too quickly. And you can go back and revisit those things and do a lot of different things to really increase your performance and, and all that, you know, without having to do all that fancy stuff you know, right right away. And right. there's a time and place for it, you know, but... Um, so when is it that you're like, I'm going to write my name on this lease to do this? Like, that is a scary situation. Yeah, it is. It was scary, <laughs> you know. Um, so I had... So I was working at Aspen. That's where I started out at. Ah. And... Um, <laughs> Imagine that, you know, I didn't get along well with uh, the owners or management, if you could imagine that. <laughs> well, you know, so it's always kind of been my thing. I've always, you know... Push back. I, yeah, I've always been been my own person. But, um, you know, so it came down to, uh, you know, I ended up, say, you know, saying something back to owner or something yeah. like that. And, and I got fired from Aspen, which actually worked out in my benefit because I was able to take my clientele, you know, they couldn't, hmm. they couldn't hold them, you know, if they fired me. So if I left and then took them with me, they could do something. So anyways, I went down, went down the street and started working with a few of them at this little snap fitness and I uh, had a decent, you know, decent clientele built up and I wanted to start doing just like some small group training um, and just more like an individualized training. But so I could work with more people than just if I did an hour-long one-on-one training. You're yeah. just limited to, you know. That one person. And, right. and then you really have to charge a lot of money, you know. So, I mean, right. it's... Anyways, so um, I started working there. And then uh, the owner of one of um, the boot camp places around town talked me into coming out there saying that, you know, they were... Wanted to do, you know, a, a certain kind of like s- small group training, which intrigued me. And mm-hmm. and about that time that I went over there, they had got into their boot camp stuff. And their boot camp classes grew huge. And so I was kind of doing, I had some of my clients that I would still work with in this small group format. And so it got to the point where, you know, my clients, their weights would be getting cleared off the bar. We'd get and be... <laughs> Pushed out, pushed back to the yeah. back room, and and so I just kind of started feeling people out and seeing, you know, and that's always a scary thing because a lot of times people will say, "Yeah, man, we're going to come with you," you know, and, and they then don't. when it comes down yes. to it, they don't. And really, I've been pretty lucky in the places that I've gone with my clients to be able to 
to follow me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it just came down to, I started looking at some, some places and I was able to find a little place over on 100th Street. Um, it was a little 3,000 square foot place. And um, I was lucky enough to have a, a great client at a time who I helped just get some amazing results. And so she um, gave me a, like a, a interest-free loan oh nice to get my first bit of equipment and so i got that and then you know i just paid her back so within two years i had her paid Paid all back beautiful and um you know slowly started kind of building you know buying equipment here and there and and i was there for three years and ended up getting um you know training the bucks and so that just kind of there was 20 you know you get 25 kids in there and it was a little 3,000 square foot place and it was longer than it was wider you know and so (laughs) you know so it was it was dangerous almost crazy (laughs) so anyways you know i was able to find this new place which you know just about doubled my square footage and where's it it at like location wise down on um lower beaver road oh nice like kind of the back way to ankeny yes I know where that is. Yeah, so right by Beaverdale Little League. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Just about right across the street. That's where we bike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, I was able to get that place. And, um, man, it's just been it's been awesome. It's allowed me to open up to like a, uh, like an open gym format to people. So I can do a 24-hour access. I just have a key code there nice. so people can go, come and go as they please. So that's been huge because the place before was pretty much, you know, just like small group training or be with a personal trainer you know and so now i'm able to at least bring in some passive amount of income where i don't you know i can sell a membership and they can come in and um and you know i, yeah. I do it that way i don't have to train them or do that but then you know i'll offer programming or training yeah. or whatever but two things one i want well three things one i think i've seen it do you have like a hulk hogan or like a, yeah. a hulk on yeah. i saw that yeah. my family and i were driving by i was like dude that looks like a cool place yeah of course it is yeah okay two then i want to ha- give you some time to talk about your spouse okay what's her name rochelle rochelle mm-hmm. so let's talk about rochelle and her support in this whole process because w- one thing that i will tell you with confidence is people don't have people don't go down this uncommon path successfully without the support of their spouse. So let's talk about that because I love this time of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we go back, it's, uh, you know, it goes back to even when we first started and just even, you know, being with uh, a personal trainer or whatever that was just starting the business, you know, I mean, I was, I would be at Aspen from, four in the morning till seven at night you know we lived in ankeny so then i you know sometimes i'd sleep in the car you know and then um um so that you know and you were married when you were doing this uh i don't know if we were married yet at that but together we did we were together and we did live together um so that uh you know that in itself is huge but you know then to even go on and think about you know, start my own business, you know, uh, taking a loan out from somebody. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a whole you know, deal. Yeah. She's been, you know, nothing but supportive, like not even like a, not even a doubt or, or wow. like a question of, you know, is this the right thing? And so that's, uh, 
hard to find you know that's that's uh, Man, she rochelle yeah. runs almost harder than you do like oh, sometimes she, she is like you know so at the time she definitely was was still killing it in her work but not near you know what she's grown to now and she's hmm. a story in herself because she you know doesn't have a college degree and she's a, a director now hmm. at a, you know bigger you know, insurance firm, and yeah. she's just killing it. Wow. And so, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I got to point out the fact that you know she's had a stable, a stable sure. job. You sure. know, this is something that I could have never done had she not had a stable job. But she, you know, worked that, and she would bartend. You know, at the boat wow. house, you know, doing she, the deal. She she, yeah. she just kills it. You know, but that's all also set up by you know. Her mom and and grandma. That's just their, you know. That's their. Uh, that's their DNA. Yeah, that's their DNA. They, exactly they just right. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a blessing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and they just it just carries on. She's just a, such a hard worker, and you know. But yeah, she had no doubt ever. You know. Wow. Uh, about can we do this successfully and, right. and all that? And right. So you know, there's always you know, there's obviously trying times, and and any time right. that you're starting your own business, and oh so, yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll just keep kicking along and, and uh, you know, it's keep, like termites. keep pushing forward. You're just yeah. like a termite. As long as you don't go away, you got a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Go ahead. I feel like I'm Kaibo. No, you're good. I, like, I just got so many questions. I love it. I know the whole story, so it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know what to say. But, like, I don't, yeah, I don't. it's fun to watch you and Rochelle, like, kick butt at this gym thing. Like, yeah. What's her role now inside the gym? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Just she, works she, out. Yeah, she comes in every morning. Um, with her workout so buddy, seven-year-old yeah, seven workout buddy. And Sheila. Yeah. And then um, uh, another lady, Andy. Those are those three are pretty constant. And then another um, a lady that she come, she works out at, at a different gym but comes over every Saturday. Yeah. So Michelle. And so they kind of all have their little workout group. And, and they're in there six days a week in the morning. And... And she's been killing it there. And then she goes home and, you know, she's now, she used to work at Nationwide, so she'd have to go downtown. Now she works from home. So that's just amazing that's in nice. itself. You know, right. she can go home and, and yeah. uh, you know, she's just right there for kids need anything or whatever. Right. What church or, do you guys go to now? So we go to Revision Church. Oh, interesting. And Revision, nice. do you, are you familiar with that? Uh-uh. Okay, so Revision is uh, usually in the Clive Learning Academy. Okay. Okay. Right yeah. down um, library and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, right down in like. Do you know where the Bucks Arena is? Yes. So is that seventy second? I think you're going. Then you're going towards Walmart. Yes. 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 Yeah, okay. So there's that school right there. Okay. And so that's where Revision is. Nice. Right now we're actually in Indian Hills. Okay. Um, because I think they're doing some construction. Um, but man, uh, Mike Howard is is our pastor. It's just awesome. I mean, we 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 love That's it there. So you know, good, un- it's unfortunate we don't get to go as much. Um, you know, right. wrestling season, softball and baseball and all that. So you know, always ends up being on Sundays. But any Sunday that we have, man, we try to make it over there. It's really and, and, cool. Yeah, huge part. You know, and, and so big part of her family too. You know, I mean, she grew she up. She grew up like more. Southern Baptist, but okay, that's, you know, but then yeah. her parents, you right. know, then everything kind of got to more of a, a non-denominational. Her grandparents, you know, still, and, and her aunt and uncle, I think, still kind of stayed a little bit more Southern Baptist. That, okay. but her dad and mom and all that, you know, 
I think. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, yeah. That's right. what, you know. Yeah. What, uh, this is a Christian. crazy question that you probably won't get to ask in all your interviews that you're doing. Uh, but you're going to send your kids to Catholic? No. Private? My, I'm my, not either. My, yeah. I, I, so I'm not against it, you know, and, and I've said, hey, you know, send, what about Dowling for the kids? Yeah, yeah. She's like. Hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but she has been open to Des Moines Christian. Okay. You know, but their wait list is so long. So long. Yeah. And, no joke. Know, yeah. I mean, you look okay. at it. We got, you send three kids there. I mean, oh, we're dude. what, close to 30 grand? Yeah, she's going to bartend again. That's yeah. what that yeah. Means. Yeah. 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 You know, I thought maybe I'd close my gym and open like a batting cage or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come, dude. Uh, those things are always, uh, <laughs> those things are always packed, you know? Uh, let's talk about your business model because I feel like that's a lot of our business owners that listen to this. They always are intrigued with business models. What is your business model? And you kind of mentioned it a little bit before where now you have this anytime, 24 access, you know, that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but it didn't start out that way though because that was like right, the difference yeah. between you. Like you were cheaper than most people but because like you had kind of had, I thought this was amazing because you did figure it out. The fact that like after you help somebody a few sessions, like you help them six times, 12 times, let's just say 24 times because they're brand new, they don't need you hovering over them 24-7. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could have four or five clients going at once, and like you're just going back and forth between all of them, helping all of them, making more money in that hour, but they're paying a lot less than what it would to just have you one-on-one. Brilliant. Yeah, you know, and that's what I thought. You know, it, it got to be... You know, the thing was that when I was at Aspen, it was all like one-on-one stuff, right? So you'd, you'd sell packages, right? And so it was like, you know, pack, some some sessions end up being like $55 a session if I can't even remember what it was, if you bought so many deals or, or whatever. And so, you know, it just, after a while, like I think one-on-one stuff was a great way for me to start. I got to say that because it really gave me the time to analyze everybody's movement. Mm. And I worked with so many, you know, Mm. so saying that I was self-taught, I mean, I like, I really like would watch people, you know, and, and I was on them with that, you know, and I, and, and everybody comes in with different, you know, problems or movement pattern issues and so that was great for me starting out and i think that's what really helped me kind of develop like the small group individualized training and that's what i call it more and so that would allow me to work with more people within about the same amount of time i don't ever give anybody like okay we're here we're only here for an hour right now your your workout may be you know, 45 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes, just depending on what we have to get done that day, you know, but, or maybe if you talk to somebody a little bit more. Yeah, like me. It may be a little bit longer, but I'm never like shoving you out and like, okay, our hour's up. I got to move on to the next person. Right. And so um, that allowed me to be able to get my hands on more people. Yeah. Right. And pass my knowledge along to more people, but not have to charge. I mean, look, you go to Lifetime, what is it? A hundred, a hundred crazy some dollar, hundred twenty dollars right. for an hour. Right. Who, yeah. who needs that? Somebody to look. I mean, you got to really, really, you know, maybe have some issues or or something like that to have. You got somebody, goals. You got goals you want to obtain if you're yeah, going to do that. Really. Right? I mean, yeah. you got to have something serious, you know, because most of the stuff. That's what I kind of backtrack and I'll say, you know, a lot of the basics get overlooked. You know, I mean. 
Nobody needs to pay somebody $120 for an hour to show most people the basics. Not that many people are so advanced yeah, that they need a, some some crazy stuff going on, you know. That's I mean, a really like, good point because there's only so much time that you have and your body can only take so much. So yeah. like, oh yeah, do this lift, do that lift, do this lift. Like I can't remember what the first lift was. Yeah. So like a whole hour of that, that's a long time. Well, but even in here and here's the big thing. This is what I noticed with a lot of one-on-one stuff though. Is my clients did not get any confidence in the gym. And to me, that's what the gym is all about, right? Mm. If you're not confident in there and with your lifting and that stuff, you know, it's the same way on the football field or something. If you're hesitant, right? If you go into hitting somebody and you're hesitant, you don't go full go into it. I mean, you're the one that's getting taken down. (laughs) And so it's the same thing, you know? And so if you go into the to the gym, you know, it's about building confidence, mm-hmm. right? And so that would be like, okay, if, you know, if you're doing bench press, I'm going to go over and um, I'm going to go over and get your dumbbells for you, right? And and then when you're done with that, I'm going to take your dumbbells and I'm going to put That's them back. Right. And then I'm going to get yeah. your, your next set of dumbbells. Yeah. And then over here, I'm going to put your weight on on this deal. And, you Brilliant. Know, and, and so then like... But you're taking away the confidence that they could be building. Right. And so what happens when you leave? So what right. happens when I go on vacation yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that? Even if I'm like, okay, here, I'm going to write up a program for you or a workout for you. Still didn't get done. Right. Because they're not used to going in, getting their weights and, okay, finding their way around. Here's a here's a bench awesome. that I got to get to. Here's, you know, and so it's all like they would be lost. And so what happens then? Somebody buys 24 sessions from me and that's all that they can afford. And I'm going to teach them this stuff and I'm going to... You know, try to teach them this stuff, but I'm going to be handing them their weights, and, yeah. and we're going to be like right here, and then that's all that that 24 sessions, then they're going to be off on their own trying to, you know, follow this path or you know continue on their journey, and they haven't gained any confidence to go in there and uh-huh. do stuff. And you see, you know, a lot with women, but even you know, even with guys too, but obviously a lot more with women, you know, that yeah, way. but. So that's kind of, you know, how I developed what Your I was business model. doing is, yeah. you know, I could work and get my hands on more people, okay. probably afford them time to have more sessions with me, you know, over time. I get to have, you know, five, you know, three to five, seven people in there at the same time, charge them less, but can still walk around the room and say, oh, man, you know, I saw that, that set looked good or, you know, see them from, that's kind of the way I designed the gym the way that I can so I can see everything, you know, no mm-hmm. matter where I'm at. So if I see somebody in the back corner doing something or struggling or looking confused, I can run over there and, and help them out or, you know, so somebody good. needs a, a spot on, on something or, you know, so that's huh. kind of just how. And now it's evolved to like you got the keypad where people can go in and yeah. Yeah, you got the trainers there now. You got like how many trainers do you have working for you? So now I just have two trainers there. So I don't say they're not really working for me. Right. I just do like they just I just charge them a percentage of whatever they bring in. Okay. So I again you know so if you haven't picked up earlier when I said you know the whole like. Uh, authority thing it kind of goes back to even like the whole corporate thing i'm so like anti-corporate anything which uh, i think you know if we're being honest it probably affects my business a little more negatively um you know then it helps it but you know like uh just 
a lot of those little things. So I don't want to employ anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. They can just pay me a percentage, you know, but then I just cap their percentage at a thousand bucks. So, you know, whatever they bring in. So, you know, they could run a very successful business and only end up having a thousand dollars of overhead. Nice. You know, um, so I try to be pretty fair. Brilliant. Um, but uh, again, you know, I don't go back. I don't do any advertising like i probably should you know and so but uh, i just kind of like where you know yeah where word of mouth works really well yeah yeah true that's the thing so what's the future well you know i think i mentioned this before it looks like i'm going to be re-signing you know a lease so it's either that or you know or I don't know. I sell the equipment. Try to go. Try to go sell floors with my buddy. I don't know. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, it's a. Uh, looks like it's going to be another you know big commitment. Five years, and yeah. and uh, that's usually what we're looking. At. I haven't talked to him yet to see, but you know, um, the unfortunate news of of all this is that with everything going on with the box. I don't have them anymore, so okay. that's a little disappointing. Sure, um, because that was fun. I was with them for uh, I think five or six years, and it was wow. kind of an abrupt stop. But I think Dang. with uh, you know seeing everything that's been in the news and all that, we can see. Yeah, we can see why. Um, well, I haven't but, seen what's in the news, but I'll look that later. Up. Yeah, look yeah. later. Yeah, but um, anyway, so it's uh, it's good for. Um, I think it will allow me to be able to work with more like high school athletes mm-hmm. and, and For so, sure. you know, cause I've got a couple other small, you know, small, like young kids, baseball teams and, and yeah, that stuff. Good. And so that will open up a little yeah. bit more time there. So one door closed, another door and, opens. Oh yeah. Exactly For sure. Right. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. And I will say this, Aaron, you'll like this. You got to check this out. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it, but we have uh, the Iowa sumo club. I is, saw that. Is at the, is at, uh, the gym. So you have doing, no idea they, how excited I am. They're doing a, a seminar there. I think it's on the 19th yes, or they something are. like that. So it's their second one. The first one, I mean, I think there was like 12 or 15 people there. One, a couple of guys from like maybe Chicago and, and Minneapolis or something. I don't know. But it's uh, it's just interesting. It's uh, it's so funny. So I have some wrestling mats there that I got for my, for my kids, you know, and they just weren't being used as much. And, and uh, there's another guy who does strongman and he ended up meeting you know this guy who's so funny i mean he's so passionate about sumo and all this but he is you know smaller than both you know me and you and and it's just great but, you great. know it's he's he just is passionate about it and started this deal and so he's been doing like amateur sumo stuff for a while but uh wonderful that might be something you'd like you know i saw the couple of the guys post something i was like oh man like tell me get some bigger guys in there like that'd be cool there's a couple oh, big guys man. in there is there yeah i didn't know get hurt again oh man you well that's our thing is like hey I feel like every time I try to you, do something competitively, I like break. Uh, you'd have fun, man. Yeah, but it's funny that you say that because we just went to um, uh, the Dells like well, it was two weekends ago, and there's this new place up there called uh, Natura something, and, and so they've got they've got like this other couple properties that um, it's this I don't know it's so. Anyways, we got a hotel room. 
hotel room for the families, $250 for the night. But then you got like these six little, little parks, parks or whatever yeah. that you can go to. And this one park is a man-made lake, and it's got this huge like blow-up obstacle course. Okay. And so we're, we're you know, you got to wear a life jacket and all that, but all the kids are all over. Having and a like, blast. Okay, I'm going to go on there and try it. And so there's this little hill thing that you try to run up or walk up. And so I'm, I'm trying to run up it, right? Oh, man. My leg slipped out. I about tore my groin away from my pelvis. I'm like, oh, man, I just can't do it. I said, I got to move slow. No more fast stuff anymore for me. I'm getting too old. It's just yeah, slow-moving stuff. It's like, I, yeah. <laughs> See, we just got to be we, – we're meant to watch now. No, just no. watch people. Dude, Jeremy, I love your story. I love that you've not only adapted, but you overcome so many things. And I love the faith component throughout the whole thing. Like, you've been a joy. You are truly uncommon, and that's the reason why probably I liked you in high school. Yeah. So congratulations on your success. And, uh, yeah, so if anybody wanted to hear more about you, how would they get in contact with you? Um, I mean... So I'm on Facebook, you know, the Bar Performance Gym, also Instagram, um, you know, email would be the Bar Performance Gym at gmail.com. Um, Perfect. Yeah. That's or great. reach out to me and I'll get you over to Jeremy. There yeah. you go. That's yeah. a good idea. So you've been listening to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Until next time. That's all for this episode, brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.